Welcome to the Unmothered Podcast. Join me as we explore all the feelings and confusion surrounding the mother-daughter bond. Laugh with me, cry with me, and learn new ways to cope with what can be a very lonely existence without a mother to rely on. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Well, hello, peeps. Thank you for coming back and listening in today on the Unmothered Podcast. I have an episode today that's going to deal with something that I learned about, mm, I want to say six years ago now, and it is um, not to mistake your sensitivity for weakness, and we're going to talk about being an HSP today or a highly sensitive person, which is an actual diagnosis You can look it up. There are many books written by it. And someday soon, I know we had Sherry Gregory on the 24 Carat podcast at one point. I would like for her to come back on. She's been learning a lot about different traumas too and different things with the HSP community. And so Sherry, if you're listening, (laughs) I want to have you come back on at some point and dive a little bit deeper into this subject. But I thought it would be a good subject to talk about today because it's something that I live with. And I know people love to just tell everyone to just buck up and be strong and not think about their feelings and that kind of thing. And that just does not work for me. I am extremely sensitive to certain things, certain fabrics, certain noises. I'm going to tell you too, (laughs) being an older person now, I get really agitated being in a very loud restaurant. And we had to go to one last weekend so that it was a loud place. So my grandkids didn't have to be uber quiet in a nice restaurant. So we went to one of those like hibachi restaurants where they did the cooking in front of you. It was so loud. You guys, there was teenagers in there. There was just, there was a lot going on and my sensitivity level went through the roof. (laughs) I was so stressed out. I could not wait to finish eating dinner. Everyone was sitting around talking. I literally stood up and I said, the bill I watched when whoever paid the bill, paid the bill. And I, I just, I was like, I'm done. I got to get out of here. So I have a couple questions for you to see if this is you also, and then some tips on things that you can do and just things that you can recognize so that you don't feel like you're different. So do you want to stop apologizing for feeling different from your friends or most of the world? Do you get anxious and excited to be invited to social events? Is your comfort zone your home? Do you prefer to be alone rather than a bunch of friends? Do loud, noisy restaurants or outside noises make you especially crazy? Would you rather have soft fabrics against your skin than a stiff cotton shirt? If you answered yes to one or all of these things, you might be an HSP, better known as a highly sensitive person. And most people don't understand or they don't want to understand us. But once you meet people like you, you feel less weird and alone. And I'm going to talk about how I found this was an actual diagnosis and how it made me feel so much better and why I do the things I do. So like I said, I met Sherry Gregory about six years ago. I actually, I actually think it might be longer than that. I met her at a conference with, uh, at Kathy Lipp's conference, the Leverage Conference, and she was one of my teaching mentors in one of the small groups I was in. 
And she started talking about this HSP thing. And I, I raised my hand. I said, what? I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about. And she said, oh, I have written a book called Sensitive and Strong. And it's about being a highly sensitive person. And there's a quiz that you can take on the website and all these things. And I thought, huh, that sounds really familiar, some of the things that she was talking about. And I became interested in learning more about that. So I read her book and then I um, looked her up on the website. I took the quiz. I definitely passed the test of being <laughs> an HSP, if you could say pass the test. Uh, and I, I thought, oh my gosh, all this time I just was fighting this feeling. And so again, this goes back to my childhood because as a sensitive child, I used to be told not to be so sensitive, to be stronger. Why are you always crying? Why do things bother you so much? It was why, why, why? Why can't you be different was really the message being taught to me. But my insides were feeling a certain way. And I was told to shut those down. So for the longest time, I would still feel those things but I didn't know exactly what it was, and so I would ignore it. And I started getting very high anxiety around situations, social situations. People would never know that because I am not on the spectrum of being a highly sensitive person where I don't like being around people. I love people. I love meeting people. I, I like to go out and go to some social events. I love dressing up for social events. But if you ask me honestly how I feel when I get there, um, I'm pretty anxious. And about, I would say, two hours in, I've been filled up with enough outside noise and stimulation where I'm ready to go back home. And when I used to go to conferences, when I first started going, I would come home and I noticed after being at a conference for three days and then flying back home, I thought it was jet lag. But what I realized is that it takes me a whole day to fill back up because I used all my energy to be on, to be like, you know, fun Phyllis and laughy Phyllis and, and all the things I really love and enjoy being around people, but it drains me. And so now when I go to conferences, at the end of the day, when people are like, hey, let's go to dinner together, let's do this. If I'm feeling calm enough, I will do that. But I have been known to say, hey, you know what, guys, um, I'm going to pass on that. I'm just going to go back to my room because I need to get filled back up because I know the next day is going to be a full long day of like overstimulation and all of those kind of things. So if that sounds familiar to you, you could be an HSP and you could be someone who just has different uh, sights and sounds and feels than the normal person. I've met people who are like, that doesn't bother me at all. I don't really care. You know, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, well, you, you're not that person. <laughs> it's okay. I want to share a quote. I follow this gal on Instagram named Haley Page McGee, and she uh, was talking about being sensitive, and she had quoted someone from The Sensitive Social Worker, and it said, to everyone who was told to just buck up and just be the bigger person, don't let it get to you. 
who was told, why is that bothering you so much? Or just let it go. It's common for people pleasers to deny their own feelings and emotions. Many of us were raised in families where we were invalidated or criticized by others for our emotions, hearing you're too sensitive over and over. So we learn to discount our own needs. When others tell us this, we believe it. Instead of taking seriously our need for respect, quiet time, space, or softness. Wow. So we need to honor our minds and our bodies for the things that we were neglected in as a child. We have to understand the PTSD, the HSP, the trauma, or any other things that have been put upon us growing up in these crazy situations and start the process of healing. And we can use our space and time to find ways that honor our mind to relax and relish in quiet. For me, this is being in deep prayer and devotion. Very quiet time in the morning could be like walking outside and just talking to God quietly, asking him to just guide me through the day and give me strength through the day. Also, part of this is unplugging from technology. We are so overstimulated, and for an HSP, it can be overwhelming. And I know I have literally given myself headaches from just scrolling from one thing to the other and being like, what am I doing? I've been on this thing for an hour and a half, and I it's wasted my time, and now it's exhausted me. So really, as an HSP, I would encourage you to, to really unplug from technology as much as possible You don't need to be on it 24-7, and your mind needs that break from it. Do not let anyone undermine what makes you feel safe and comfortable. You have bucked up for long enough. You need to make time for friends that understand and energize you instead of connections that deplete us. One way of recognizing these things is I would encourage you to go on the Sensitive and Strong website and take the test to see if this is something that uh, is you. I will also tell you that this runs in the family. So when my grandson was born, I noticed that I could wrap him up in this certain blanket that I bought him and he would always fall asleep. And my daughter goes, how come every time you come over here, he just falls right asleep in your arms? And I said, do you use the blanket? She goes, he doesn't need the blanket. He's fine. I said, he needs the blanket as he started getting older and talking, he started telling her like, I don't like this. It's too itchy. Uh, I can't do that. It's too loud. I don't, (laughs) there was just these things where I told her, I said, honey, I think he's an HSP. And she goes, don't put that label on him. And I said, I'm not putting a label on him. That's not who he is. It's a, it's something in him that he, that he is. It's just, you know, it's a quality. So I don't want you to go around saying, I'm an HSP. I can't do that. Like, no, of course, we're going to go out in the world. We're going to live our life. We're going to do, it's an awareness that has been ignored for so long. We've been told we're not supposed to feel that we're not supposed to like, that shouldn't be a part of our life. It is a part of your life. It's not who you are. So please hear me on saying that I'm not labeling anybody that, but I saw that he had these qualities and I said, I think he is. And something happened. I can't even remember what it was now, but she called me. Oh, I know what it was. So it was the blanket thing again. When he was about four, he was going to bed one night and he said, no, 
I need Fifi's blanket (laughs) because that's the softest one and that helps me fall asleep. And she literally had to go downstairs. It was a blanket that we used for like watching TV or just cuddling on the couch. And and he had to have that blanket and he said, it's the softest one. It just comforts me. I love it. And she said, okay. So she got it for him and she texts me and she said, oh my gosh, mom, I think you're right. Like, I think he has these sensitive qualities. She was noticing, you know, textures and sights and sounds that were really, really sensitive to him. And he really is a sensitive boy. He's all boy. He's crazy jumping around doing all stuff, but there are qualities in him that are very tender and very, just very sensitive to things. Now, my granddaughter, she is a spitfire. She, nothing bothers her. She don't care what she's wearing. She's not, you know, you can see it in children. So this is again, something as a mom, like you can tell when you say, gosh, my kids are so different. How are they different? It's because they have different qualities, different spirits, different things. Recognize those things. If they are saying to you, like, it's too loud, or, you know, that really upsets me when I, when that touches my skin or, um, or I'm uncomfortable, you know, being in a group of people or things like that. You can walk them through processes that will make it easier and more gentle for them to understand who they are and the things that are just, you know, on a different level than most people or children. And you don't have to be ashamed of that. This is not a weakness. This is why I started this. Don't mistake my sensitivity for weakness. I am a super strong woman. I've told you guys before, I've been through so many things. If there's an emergency, you want me in an emergency because I can focus and I can get the job done. Am I screaming inside? Absolutely. All my bells and whistles are going off. It's oversensitizing me, but I can handle an emergency. So just because you have this quality, it's not saying that you're only that. It's just saying, recognize when something is making you so uncomfortable and you're trying to buck up and move through it because you feel like I'm weak if I feel this way. You're not weak. You're sensitive. That's it. Check Sherry Gregory out, Sensitive and Strong website. I really encourage you to do that. I just wanted to mention this quality because I feel like when we've gone through traumas, there are things that haven't been brought to the surface because we have had a lot of emotions shut down. And this is just one of those things that could be or couldn't be, you know, a lot of times when you go through a lot of trauma, you do to you, you have like a PTSD or something like that. And you don't even know you have it because no one has explained it to you. You haven't checked out your own diagnosis, you know, go to therapy, ask people like, what is this? Do I have this? Do I need to take certain tests to find out if why my brain works the way it does? We also have things that set back in us because of the trauma we've gone through. Our brains do get stunted and stuck in these places. So learning more about your brain and learning more about your emotions is so important because it helps you mature into the person that you really can be. A lot of times people that come from trauma, we get stuck in one age category. The reason we get upset with other people is because we're thinking like a 16 year old or a 10 year old. We can't go beyond that because we haven't learned those techniques because it was, um, do or die in this situation. So it's really important that we recognize 
the different levels that we've been stunted in and just investigate your emotional health. Dig into your brain and why it works the way it works. Dig into your body work. I'm reading a book for our coaching right now called The Body Keeps the Score. And I can't remember the name. It's a, I think it's a Dutch author, starts with a B. It's Van something. And he talks about how your brain and your body and all of that uh, really works and how you can be through trauma, like your body gets stuck in these different areas or why you cling to certain things. So super interesting. I love reading about those kind of things. I think it works hand in hand. Like God wants you to be educated. He wants you to learn about why you tick the way you tick. And we are all made differently in his image. He knows us inside and out, and he knows the qualities that we have. So just be aware when you see somebody being a little bit, I don't want to say odd, but different. (laughs) Sometimes it's just because they have different kinds of things that they're going through. And when you understand other people's emotions better, I think it makes you a better person too. So that is all I have to say on this subject today. If you have any questions about this topic, please go to the Unmothered Instagram postings and just comment on this. Uh, Once this releases, comment on it, ask a question there. You can always go on my website and uh, sign up for my newsletter. You can always respond on my newsletter about any questions you have. And also you can rate this show and leave um, different comments on this podcast too. So we always like ratings and we love the responses that we get back. So until next time, have a good day, be sensitive and strong, and I will talk to you next time. Bye peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you want to get connected with other women who share your unmothered heart, head on over to my private Unmothered Facebook community group. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review for this podcast to help me share this message with other listeners. All the links mentioned in today's episode will be in the show notes below. Bye, peeps.